So, probably we're all here by now, do you think? Probably. Yeah. All right, so, uh, I'm now going to introduce uh, another idea to you, which is the single eye. And uh, in, uh, from the outside, you've, I can see you've all got two eyes. See? But from the inside, I submit, it's very different. And we do a little experiment to, to check this out. Are you looking out of two eyes or one open space? You see. So you hold your hands out like this, make two holes, see, with a dividing line, and then uh, you see a different picture of each hole, I suppose, and you put them on like glasses, and notice what happens to the dividing line. You put them right on. Now what's happened to the dividing line? Disappears. It disappears, right? The two become one. And this brings your attention to the fact that it's not two, but one. Now, bring your hands and they disappear in, at the top of this single eye, the side, or underneath. Right. Now, you see, uh, this is as if you've landed on a new planet and uh, you're being asked to, to report back to Houston what it's like. You see. And uh, you, you say, Houston, are, are you there? Yep. All right, we want to know, up on that planet, how many eyes are you looking out of? What's it like up there? So it's just one big opening. Oh, come on, come on, that can't be true. Houston, you're asking me to tell you what it's like. Not, you know, and presumably I'm, you're not asking me to tell me to tell you what you think it's like. I'm up here and you're not. And I'm telling you, I'm looking out of one opening. All right, got it? Yes, sir. <laughs> You've got to be your own authority, do you see? You've got to look for yourself because it's not what Houston will tell you it is or anybody else in this room will say, you've got two eyes. But you see how far away they are from you? Mm -hmm. You're the only one where you are at zero. <clears throat> and we are asking you to report honestly and truthfully what it's like there, no matter whether or not it is different from what you've been told is there. So I say, I'm looking out of one opening, one eye. Now I'd like you to notice uh, several things about this opening, is that uh, we have different words for it, you know, the view, the field of view, that, that's a more common view, idea. All right. You see? Now, uh, as you are aware of it, isn't it true that whatever you look at is in the middle of it? And everything fades out towards the edge. And if you look at something else, suddenly that's in the middle. <coughs> well, you can't look at anywhere else than at the middle of it. Is that true? Yeah. Test it and tell me, is it true? Yes. Okay. Now, I am going to invite you to use your voice today if you feel comfortable. Because it is a powerful thing to say in public what is true. And it is powerful mainly for the speaker. You, you declare in public who you are, what, what it's like to be you. So now when I look at this field of view, I notice it fades out all the way around. Now if you look at any at me, you'll see I've got a boundary and you can see something all the way around me, the screen behind me, or, yeah? 
Anything you look at has something around it that you can see. Now look at the whole view. Is there anything above it? No. No. I mean, can you see anything above it? You see, if you if you really need the language to be precise, can you see anything below it, or to the left, or the right? I can't. It's floating in nothing. I'm now using a bit flowery language, but why not? You see. Now, if you look at any objects, you say, well, this is smaller than that, you see. And this is bigger than that. It's relative. It's not, uh, you know, this is bigger than that, but smaller than that. Anything you look at in the room is bigger than something else or smaller than something else or about the same size. All right? Because you can compare it, the one thing, with another. Now look at the whole view. How big is it? <laughs> because there isn't a second to compare it with, right? In your direct experience, there isn't a second. See, my single eye is bigger than yours. <laughs> well, you can't see anyone else's but yours. You hear about it, right? You hear about it. But actually, if they're truthful, they say, well, from, from my point of view, there's only one. Now, there's a mystery here, but anyway. So I say, okay, there's only one. It's single. It is in what some, you know, spiritual scriptures say, it's incomparable. It's incomparable. It cannot be compared, because there isn't a second. It's not difficult. It's simple. There isn't a second view. So I can't say how, say how big it is. And it's not inside anything. Everything else within it is inside the room. But the whole view is not inside anything. So now close your eyes and you no longer see the room. You see a kind of darkness with, uh, you know, light and dark, I suppose, in it. I think we, you know, we might have slightly different experiences here. But uh, if you go along with what I'm saying, there's darkness. How big is the darkness? Well, there isn't a second to compare it with. Is it inside something? Well, no. Or I could say it's in nothing, in awareness. These words make it sound as if, you know, there's something there. There isn't. There's no thing there. Yet, you self-evidently are aware. Now open your eyes. The view out changes from darkness to the room. Here nothing changes. Here's this unchanging space. Right? You see? You close your eyes and it's, the room disappears. You open your eyes and the room reappears. In fact, I say I don't open my eyes or close my eyes. Close your eyes, you see? You make the room disappear. Magic. Now open your eyes, shorthand for make the room reappear in the space. Now when you discover who you really are, because obviously now you're, re you're discovering that you're not what you look like. And you're not just a little bit different from what you look like, you are radically different. It's the difference between being a thing amongst things and no thing full of everything. That is, you can't get more radical than that. 
You are the space now in which everything is happening. That is radically different from what you look like. So we're not just playing adjusting details here. We're waking up to something just extraordinary about yourself. Which only you can verify. This is not a matter of how you're feeling or what you're thinking. It is more basic than that. It's where you're coming from. It, it's so basic, it, you can't lose it. You just become aware of it, as it were. And it's very helpful to uh, be amongst others who are exploring this because you'll soon, when we talk uh, at lunch or whenever, you'll find that people are reacting in different ways. And you'll realize that there isn't a right way of reacting. And you can't not get it. You can't see your head, you see. Instead, you see the world. If it was about some profound realization, some will get it and others wouldn't, but it's not. That just simple attention, not only out, but in, so to speak. So now, uh, close your eyes again, and uh, be aware of sounds. And you can hear my voice, and uh, other sounds coming and going. And I'm going to call this the field of sound, like, you know, the field of vision. This is now the field of sound, if you go along with my terminology. And some sounds are loud and some are soft, you see. Some you like, some you don't. And they're changing and unpredictable, more or less, see. But how big is the whole field of sound? Well, there isn't a second to compare it with. It's single. And is it happening inside a box of some kind, or any inside? No, not in my experience. Or it's happening in the same space that the darkness is happening in. It's this what we call, in respect of sound, it's silent. In respect of color, it's colorless. And now open your eyes. And you still hear sounds, and the sounds are coming and going in this silence. This is the basic setup. And for me, my voice is not coming out of Richard, it's coming out of nowhere. And it never has come out of anywhere but this space, this silence. How does it, how does it come out of nowhere? I don't know. Now, this is so uh, interesting and... Uh, uh, everything is within you. you know, the whole, the view is happening within your consciousness. The sounds are arising and dissolving in your consciousness. It's not something separate. And you know, you, you, when you wake up to this, you, you, it's a life of, you know, great exploration. I wonder what's going to come out of this silence next, you see. It's infinitely fertile. So now, close your eyes and be aware of your body sensations. 
if you can, just put aside for the moment your memory of what your body looks like and just attend to the sensations. See? For example, if you attend to the sensation you call your right foot, you've got an image of your right foot, but actually go to the sensations. Now, can you tell me uh, how many toes you've actually got from the sensations? Or how big that is, or how far away it is from where? You see, I, I find I, I can't. I can, I can remember what I saw, but on present evidence, if you go to the sensation you call your back, now on present evidence, how wide is that sensation? Anyway, be aware of what I'm going to call the whole field of sensation. So lots of different sensations, some you like, some you don't, some are strong, some are weak. See? But how big is the whole field of sensation on present evidence? Well, there isn't a second one to compare it with. The only sensations you experience are, are yours, we could say. So I can't say how big this field is, because there's nothing to compare it with. It's the only field of sensation I'm aware of. Now, is it inside some kind of box? Not from memory, not what you've been told. Well, it's like the sounds and the darkness. It's just appearing uh, in this space. Now open your eyes. Isn't the field of sensation still single? Now, I understand you've all got sensations, but I don't experience it directly. I'm not denying it, I'm just distinguishing between my own direct experience and what I've heard. And my own direct experience is there's only one field of sensation, and it's not inside anything. I can't say how big it is, so I say, I can't say how big I am. I identify, we identify with these sensations, right? Now, if you discover that it's single, you say, well, I am single. Mm -hmm. And if you say, I, I can't say how big the field of sensation is right now, you say, well, I can't say how big I am. And if you say, I don't find this field of sensation inside anything except awareness, you say, well, I'm not inside anything. I'm free. I'm not boxed up. Ah. Now, you have to have the kind of you know, ability or desire or need or something to just keep that on the front burner for a moment, right? And not suddenly go off. And for, you know, it, it, we're not used to it. Being aware of the single view now. Now the next moment you're thinking about what's for dinner. <laughs> Being aware of the single field of sound arising in this miraculously in this silence. And the next moment, you're, you've gone. This is normal. It's normal. The baby is not distracted. You're, you're with a baby, it's just attentive. But as we grow up, we learn to see ourselves from outside, and our attention is split between what I am for me and what I am for you, until by the time we're adult, it's no longer split, because it's all on what I am for you. And I'm no longer at home. And what we're doing today is reigniting the original, oh, the original center 
and just having a look. And so, this is actually infectious. I say that from experience. Because, it, because now we're making it public that uh, you, you, for yourself, you're quite different from what you are for others. For others, you're one person in this room, separate from everyone else. But for yourself, you're the space in which the whole thing is happening. And now we say, that's all right. That's okay. It works. It's true. It's friendly. It's loving. It's safe. Sass says, no, no, it's not safe, you've gone mad. <laughs> you, you know, you don't have a head, you're mad. <laughs> of course you've got a head, we can see it. You need to go and see a doctor. <laughs> say, no, no, it's, it's not, it's not mad. This is in line with the great, great uh, leaders of our civilization. Jesus, Buddha, you know, all the great teachers say, if you don't see this, you're drunk. You know, if you're not aware of who you really are, you haven't developed yet. This is a natural phase of development. The baby's headless, doesn't know about its head. The child is learning, still headless, but getting beginning to get an idea of what you look like. The adult is fully uh, aware of what you look like for others, but is now repressing awareness of headlessness. And the seer in the fourth stage is aware of both. I'm aware of not having a head for me and of having one for you. And the, the bit about that I really know is the headless for me. Because I'm not quite sure what you see or what you're thinking. Mm. Right? It, it's unfamiliar. It's unsafe. It's out of control. But this here at home is familiar, safe, visible, knowable. Not understandable. Now I return to safe ground. So now close your eyes again. You see, I'm just inviting you to buck the trend and look for yourself and be aware of your thoughts and feelings and uh, think of the name of a city or a number or the colour uh, a blue circle. You see, these are what we call mental objects, or the memory of what you had for breakfast, or what you imagine you'll be doing at 8 o'clock tonight, you see. Or all kinds of things, or think of a problem you've got and the anxiety that's causing you. And then think of something that went right, and the happiness. So these are different reactions. The field of mind, I'm going to call it. Complicated, changing, largely out of one's control. <coughs> half of it good, half of it bad, so to speak. Now, how big is that whole field of mind? You see, I only experience one. The only thoughts and feelings I experience are mine, so to speak. I might hear about yours, but I don't experience them. Now, so, since it's single, I, I don't think I can say how big it is. Where is it? Where is it? Is it inside the box, inside the head, you know, eight inches across or something? Or is it just uncontained, big mind, in the space like the sounds are, 
and the sensations and the darkness, see. The thoughts coming and going in this unchanging no mind. And now open your eyes, and I'm still thinking and feeling and reacting, you see. But it's not, my thoughts and feelings are not over here in a box, eight feet from yours. They're sort of out there in the room, so to speak. So my mind isn't a, a little thing cooped up in a box here, but is at large. This is so good for your mind. It's the way it is, you see. So I am throwing a lot at you. <laughs> so you won't get all the ideas today. Right? You don't need to. You've got the basic experience. So I'll just keep coming back to that. Uh, and so if you feel like I don't get that bit or I don't feel that bit, fine. See, fine. I am trying to give you confidence that you've got the basic experience. See, I know I have. And I'm not different. I can't see my head, you see. Instead I see the, the room. <laughs>